It is now time for the return of the Mike McCarthy Show. Every Friday at 6.30 here with Sean and RJ. Your home of the Cowboys is 105.3 The Fan. And Coach is joining us on the Buyers Barricades phone line. Good morning, Mike. How are you, sir? Oh, doing well. How you been? How, how was your break been? We haven't talked in a while. We were very disappointed that you, uh, somebody or you, opted out of your bi-week radio appearance. Whoa, in opted out? Opted out. I mean, what happened? Well, Where were you? Uh, COVID challenge. I'm blaming on the COVID challenge. There we go. The I'm COVID just, I'm just <laughs> trying to be funny, which is which is very difficult. Not but um, well. yeah, sorry, sorry, it didn't work out that way. Coach, in all honesty, what what type of refresher can you get? During a bye week, just getting away for for a second. I know that you're living over there, literally. But uh, what can the bye week do for you, for your football team, in terms of a little bit of a reset? Well, I, I tell you what, the bye, the bye the bye week is very important. I mean, it is every year. I mean, frankly, when it when the schedule comes out, I'm always curious to see when that bye week plays into it because it definitely gives you the reset opportunity as a football team, but it also gives you a chance as a staff to, to, to really go back and, uh, you know, every, every year you, you, you go into a training camp and, you know, there's normally an off season, you have a direction that you feel like you're, you want to set your team on and, and obviously different things happen and, and take you in, in different, different directions. So it gives you a chance to just to make sure you're, you know, you don't want to get too far away from your home base. And, and, and I've always in, Appreciate it and enjoy the process of, of self scout. I mean, you're, you're self scouting every week. It's it's not like you wait to the bye week to do that. But it, it gives you a chance to go back through some things. And you know, you look at the way our season lays out in front of us. You know, we, we have we have a, you know three games in 13 days, and then we have a kind of another mini bye week. So um, we, you know, it, it's given us a chance to really set in t- on these these next three games because you know obviously they're they're of high importance. I uh, when I saw the story, the report that you guys were gonna you were gonna implement an across the hall coaching, I fell in love with that. I think it's a great idea. What uh, what are some examples of where that's worked, like of how that's worked with you in the past? Oh, it's been extremely productive in, in my past. Uh, it, it's it's definitely one of the you know one of the things like when you go through a season, you have player exit interviews, and it's and it's clearly is one of the, the positive uh, you know opportunities the players feel it they have. and it's different you know i think like anything it's it's a different uh procedure um that you know we've probably done six seven years in my past and and really the the origin was to to, to develop coaches you know i was part of a you know program that was having success and, and coaches weren't really getting opportunities to move on to to you know bigger things and um so you know you're trying to develop your staff as much as you're trying to develop your players so i thought it would be a win-win and then when when i found out it was it was so much more because not only do you because you're always trying to raise the football iq of of, of your football team and uh, you know the smartest players that you know are usually the most distinctive players and, and, and those are the best players that, that's been my experience in this league but what it does is builds relationships from the offense to the defense, because you know we we spend so much time apart that um, you know in the earlier days in the league, I think sometimes that there may be guys on defense that didn't know the offensive coordinator's name. I mean, it's you, know, you get so entrenched in your your own side of the ball, but it, what happened is you have you have relationships between you know O line and the D line coach, and then when you get into end season, you, you see things that are common to what we're doing, and it just gives you a whole different set of eyes. It gives you another 
conversation. And at the end of the day, it's all about football. So, and, and this game's about the little things. It's about the mannerisms and the pre-snap tendencies that you're you're seeing. It's just it, they're, they're you know, frankly, they're it's given our players another rep or two through you know playing football and talking about the you know I'll talk about the specifics that what goes on at the line of scrimmage and right before the, the ball is snapped. Coach, how much has COVID affected those personal relationships that that a team normally builds, if at all? Maybe it hasn't at all. Oh, it's it's definitely affected it because I mean, heck, you got to be ten feet away from each other right now. But I mean, not that you need to be two feet all the time. But um, you just you're just not in a normal flow, and it's affected it. But it's 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 also it's been a positive effect because it's. It makes you be more creative to to establish those relationships, where, which are vital to group dynamics, and which is vital to being successful in a team sport. So, I mean, it's gone both ways. You know, there's there's a whole virtual component that's been established that you know that that did not exist before, and you know, it existed more in you know in the business aspect of it, but not in the in the instruction component of it. So it's 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 really you know broadened everybody's horizons and I think any time you you advance your skill set in the area of, you know, of IT, visual arts and things like that, it makes you a better teacher. So I mean there there are positive things that come out of it, but the interpersonal time together, um it, it's it's definitely made it a bigger challenge. Mike McCarthy here on the fan via the Buyers Barricades hotline with Sean and RJ. Uh, Coach, did you go back and review? I know you're evaluating everyone. What did you think of your first half in in your return to coaching? How how do you feel you did in terms of self-evaluation before the bye? Oh boy, that's a great question. I, I think, like anything, you know, with a head coach, uh, you know, I, I know as far as uh, I've done, always done it, you, you you look at the record and 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 why and why it's that way. So, and and I've been in positions where, you know, I've been seven and two and, and haven't been very happy with with the way I think it's going. So I, I think it, you have to develop a, a filter of. of you know that takes the emotion out of it, and just being honest with you, uh, with yourself, and it just and you got to have people around you that that are seeing it the way you know you see it. I mean, you don't you don't you don't want a bunch of yes men, but um, it's it's uh, you know you're trying you're trying to build a direction in the way you're doing things. So um, you know I, I don't have I mean I'm, I'm clearly I clearly don't have the program or um, the operation. The coaching operation clearly it's not where I want it to be. So I would just say that my evaluation is I have a lot of work left to do. Do Do you sit there? I know some people are like this. I am too. Like, do you sit there and fret over individual decisions like six weeks later? Like, you see a a, a play call in the in the third week, and and you're still thinking about that, or uh, is that not how you kind of reflect on season stuff? Well, I, I sit there and just keep watching the the video over and over again. I keep waiting for it to change. To, to the way it was supposed to happen, so, <laughs> and I've done that forever, and it's never changed. So, um, no, I I think when you when you you know when when the when the normal person has the opportunity to look and see how much goes into a football game, um, I, I know just when I first got into the coaching business, your your family didn't understand why you spend so much time, you know, you know, preparing for for one football game and. And that's the reality of it. I mean, every play that's called, every decision that's made, I mean, it's rehearsed. Um, you, you know, there's there's a lot of thought, anticipation that goes into it. Um, so you, you you know the problems that may occur to each and every decision you, 
that you do make and and obviously you hope to counter that that stress point of that decision with a an adjustment or reaction and and if it's not executed that way then you you know you then you you look inside and say hey did I give the players enough time or you know did stress them enough in that particular area to, to to handle it right and adjust the appropriate way so that that's really frankly the way I look at it because I'm, I'm I think you always got to be building and training your football team for the next call and the next play and in, in the next situation and you know those types of things because I mean for example when you know, we played in the Pittsburgh game and and it's actually a tape I'm going I'm to show the, the players today is you know the last two plays of the Pittsburgh game you know for us offensively we 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 practiced that exact situation almost to the second you know in Saturday's practice so and we ran the same two plays and you know it just you know but the you know the execution wasn't quite you know what it needed to be on the last play but you know it's it's so with that the training you know you feel good about the preparation and the training going into a game when you're working your game management game situations but when it's not executed you just you know you got to you got to coach it better. You got to teach it better, and you know, frankly, you got to rep it. You got to you got to try to find times to rep it more. And that's where the you know not having the off season and those types of things where it, it, it could enhance us maybe in that particular situation. So, you know, it's just a lot of times I've been around coaches. You know, if they they make a call and and the, and the play doesn't work out, they say, "Oh, that's a bad oh, that's a bad call." But it, it's it was it was a good call. It was the right call. You schematically you you leverage the opponent and. Uh, it's, you, you can't just throw out the you know a positive uh, play or a negative play and, and that's what the call was because that's that's not that's not true evaluation because there's calls that you know there's times you make a call where the defense has a better call than you and it turns into a 60 yard touchdown and it's it's players making plays too so you, you have to be honest about you know those types of evaluations. Coach, are you a believer? Was that Parcells choppy that there's no such thing as a bad call if executed right. correctly? And I'm like, yeah. no, no, that can't be. That can't be right. Where, where, where do you officially fall on that, Coach? Well, I, I, I'll just say this: um, I, I've, I've seen some of the biggest plays in this league, um, and you can go back through time, and and there's a there's a mental error on it. There's there's a you know, you know, I've seen guys go the wrong way and. You know, maybe it's the the panic of trying to correct it that, that oversees any execution by the opponent that it turns into a huge play. I mean, you you see those kind of you don't want to make a lit. I'm not I'm not promoting it. I'm not saying that's the way to <laughs> go. But, uh, but you know this, and and that's what was so beautiful about it. it's eleven on eleven. I mean, you got eleven people coordinated on every play. So, I mean, there's so much that can happen. Uh, Within one play, and, and it's and that's where the training and and the football IQ is really the first part. It's, it's the development of the instincts and awareness, and really the discipline uh, of those instincts and awareness. Because the biggest challenge for veteran players, as they heighten their awareness and instincts through their experiences, is the discipline of trying not to do too much. So it, it's just you know all that plays into the dynamics of your football team on, particularly in the in the, you know on Sundays in the in the performance phase. Mike McCarthy here on the fan. Coach, it feels like the defense in the last two games uh, has played much better. We, we've been a lot more encouraged by it. Uh, and, and a lot was made of the scheme. And should you have changed the scheme with the COVID offseason? And you guys already simplified it. What do you attribute the last two games to um, in terms of the defensive improvement that we think we're seeing? I think it's a, a lot of what we just talked about. You know, I, I think you're seeing it. A unit that's come together. I think the coaches and the players are, you know, you know, they're, they're 
the understanding is, is much higher today than it was, you know, four weeks ago. Definitely, you know, six weeks, six to nine weeks ago. Clearly, you know, I felt early in the season we were we were thinking too much. Uh, we're we're playing not to to make mistake, and we were you know making a lot of mistakes. So uh, I, you know, now now guys have an understanding. You know, our our volume is is something that you go through every year as a coach. You you really don't know until you come out of ATA, OTAs and a normal spring of where you are volume wise on on your particular calls. And so we, we were finding our way through that early in the season. So I think we definitely have the volume right. And uh, and, and guys have been playing with their hair on fire. You know, and frankly, we've had a, a very good week of practice on defense so far this week. Does the Viking horn annoy you? Absolutely. <laughs> oh, you gotta, you gotta, also, this is an annoyance test. <laughs> yes. What annoys you more, us or the Viking horn? Oh, the Viking horn, clearly. Okay. okay. No contest. Well, <laughs> that thing is so daggone annoying, and now they'll play it outside of their hotel. Watch, we'll end up screwing it up. It is pretty that. cool. I mean, if, you know, you know, obviously I've been on the opposite side of the Vikings forever, so um, and have and enjoyed it. But uh, yeah, that's but you know that's that's a pretty cool symbol. Of, you, know, you got to appreciate that in sports. You got to give the other the other guy some kudos when they when it's you know. It's pretty cool though, but I, I, yeah, I do think it's annoying because it, you know you, you always hear it at the wrong times. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> Coach, uh, it's great to have you back. This was tremendous. Have a great rest of your Friday and good luck on Sunday. Thank you for the time. Oh, you bet. Thank you, man. Take care.